If you've been looking for a comprehensive Bible school curriculum that explores redemptive realities in Jesus Christ grounded in the Word of God, look no further. The goal of this podcast is to spread the life-transforming Word of God throughout the world for the equipping of the saints to do the work of the ministry and to build up the body of Christ in what Jesus has accomplished for us through His death, burial, resurrection, and seating at the right hand of God the Father. There's such an untapped potential for Christians to enter into their glorious inheritance in Jesus Christ. Together we will discover what Jesus has done for us by providing such a great salvation and how to appropriate the promises of God in our lives. Jesus said in John chapter 8 verse 31, If you hold to my teaching, you are really my disciples, and then you will know the truth, and the truth will set you free. Each podcast season will cover one of the books that I have compiled over the years. You can find a complete listing of my Christian education material on my website at www.wordinspire.com. You're welcome to download these ebooks for free in PDF format for your own personal or ministry use. So let's explore these biblical truths and principles together that will absolutely transform our lives. God bless. Welcome to the Gospel series, The Parables of Jesus, The Wedding Banquet, found in Luke chapter 12, verse 35 to 40. The theme is to stay awake, be ready, and watching for the Lord's return at any moment. The context is knowing the signs of the times and having an eternal perspective. Luke chapter 12, verse 35, Be dressed, ready for service, Jesus said, and keep your lamps burning, like men waiting for their master to return from a wedding banquet so that when he comes and knocks, they can immediately open the door for him. It will be good for those servants whose master finds them watching when he comes. I tell you the truth, he will dress himself to serve, will have them recline at the table, and will come and wait on them. It will be good for those servants whose master finds them ready, even if he comes in the second or third watch of the night. But understand this, if the owner of the house had known at what hour the thief was coming, he would not have let his house be broken into. You also must be ready, because the Son of Man will come at an hour when you do not expect him. Be ready. The central point of this parable is about watchfulness, being alert and ready for the Lord's return, living in a state of readiness, eagerly expecting his return at any moment. The word ready is used three times in this parable, and watch, waiting, and watching is also used three times as well. So six words about staying alert are being used to drive the point home. To be ready is to be active, diligent, and obedient to wait for the master's return. In ancient times, the expectation of servants was to always be on call for their master's return in order to wait on him and care for his physical needs. The expression, keep your lamps burning, reinforces the sentiment of staying awake. It's harder to fall asleep when the light is on. It helps us Stay awake, 
We have to be prepared at all times and in every way, so not to be caught off guard. Luke chapter 12 verse 38. It will be good for those servants whose master finds them ready, even if he comes in the second or third watch of the night. The goal is to immediately be ready when the Lord returns, not distracted or detached. Half in the world and half in the kingdom of God is being lukewarm, according to Revelation 3.16. We are to encourage one another along these lines so that none of us falls behind. 1 Thessalonians 4.18, chapter 5, verse 11, Hebrews 3, verse 13, and chapter 10, verse 25. I like what Jesus said in Revelation 16.15, Behold, I come like a thief. Blessed is he who stays awake and keeps his clothes with him, so that he may not go naked and be shamefully exposed. Likewise, I like the parable passage in Mark chapter 13, verse 32, which words things very similar to Luke's account, particularly in verse 37. Do not let him find you sleeping. Mark chapter 13, verse 32. No one knows about the day or hour, not even the angels in heaven, nor the Son, but only the Father. Be on guard. Be alert. You do not know when that time will come. It's like a man going away. He leaves his house and puts his servants in charge, each with his assigned task, and tells the one at the door to keep watch. Therefore, keep watch because you do not know when the owner of the house will come back, whether in the evening or at midnight or when the rooster crows or at dawn. If he comes suddenly, do not let him find you sleeping. What I say to you, I say to everyone, watch. The key is to keep from being distracted by the world and our own agenda, 1 John 3.3. Keeping our minds fixed on Jesus will keep us in a state of readiness whether the Lord comes in our lifetime or not. Colossians chapter 3 verse 1 through 2, Philippians chapter 4 verse 4 through 9, and Hebrews 3 1. We must remain focused and disciplined. 1 Corinthians 9 verse 24 to 27, 1 Timothy 1 18 and chapter 6 verse 12. Knowing that it's how we finish and not how we start our Christian race that counts. 2 Timothy 4 verse 7 through 8, James 1 12, Hebrews 10 36. 2 John verse 8, Revelation 3.11. 1 Peter 4.7 states, The end of all things is near. Therefore be clear-minded and self-controlled so that you can pray. The blessing of being ready. Luke 12.37. It will be good for those servants whose master finds them watching when he comes. I tell you the truth, he will dress himself to serve, will have them recline at the table, and will come and wait on them. In Bible times, the host of the house would take on the role of a servant and serve his guests personally as a gesture of honor. This is what the Lord will do for us if he finds us faithful to the end. Revelation chapter 2 verse 26 to 27. For every disciple of Jesus Christ, we yearn to be found worthy of these beautiful words. In Matthew 25 verse 23, his master replied, Well done, good and faithful servant. You have been faithful with a few things, I will put you in charge of many things. Come and share your master's happiness. This is a choice that each individual Christian must make. We can't blame other people for our lack of preparedness. These are decisions we must make. Romans 8.18 I consider that our present sufferings are not worth comparing with the glory that will be revealed in us. The day and hour is unknown. Luke 12.39 But understand this, if the owner of the house had known at what hour the thief was coming, he would not have let his house be broken into. 
you also must be ready because the Son of Man will come at an hour when you do not expect him. God the Father in his sovereignty has hid the day and hour of when Jesus returns. Curious minds want to know. Like the early disciples, we all want to know the timing. Acts chapter 1 verse 6. So when they met together, they asked him, Lord, are you at this time going to restore the kingdom to Israel? He said to them, It is not for you to know the times or dates the Father has set by his own authority. Why do you think the Father God would do that? Hide the exact timing of when Jesus returns. We all know about human nature, how we procrastinate until the last minute for things. If we knew exactly the timing of Jesus' return, we may live carelessly until the last hour. Also, Satan could coordinate his plans and strategies around that timetable. In the wisdom of God, the exact timing of Jesus' return is hidden to keep mankind and Satan guessing. One thing is certain, for those in darkness, this day will take them completely by surprise. 1 Thessalonians chapter 5, verse 1-4, through 4, 2 Peter 3, verse 10-15, through 15, Revelation 3.3. 3. Now in Matthew 24, verse 36, Jesus said, No one knows about the day or hour, not even the angels in heaven, nor the Son, but only the Father. As it was in the days of Noah, so it will be at the coming of the Son of Man. For in the days before the flood, people were eating and drinking, marrying and giving in marriage, up to the day Noah entered the ark, and they knew nothing about what would happen until the flood came and took them all away. This is how it will be at the coming of the Son of Man. Since God has hidden the exact time of Jesus' return, anyone who tries to put a date on it is automatically in error. Not even Jesus knows when. So how is a person going to know before Jesus does? We should plan as though Jesus is returning in a hundred years, but live like he's coming tomorrow. Even though the day and hour is hidden from us, we can still know when the return of the Lord is imminent, so that it won't catch us by surprise. 1 Thessalonians chapter 5, verse 4 There are many prophetic signs in the Bible that we can look for. In Matthew chapter 24, verse 32 to 35 Sadly, folks in the past have missed God's signs as we see in Matthew chapter 16, verse 2 and 3, and Luke chapter 19, verse 41 to 44. We have the Holy Spirit within us to guide us in the Word of God and through dreams, visions, and the inward witness. John 16, verse 12, Jesus said, I have much more to say to you, more than you can now bear. But when He, the Spirit of truth, comes, He will guide you into all truth. He will not speak on His own. He will speak only what He hears and he will tell you what is yet to come. I highly encourage you to continue listening to the Word of Life study series podcast and encourage your friends to tune in as well. The scriptures encourage us in Acts chapter 17 verse 11 to receive the message with great eagerness and to examine the scriptures every day in order to confirm the truth that you're hearing. God's Word is our final authority for all matters that pertain to life and godliness. I'd like to close this episode by praying over you according to Ephesians chapter 1 verse 17. I keep asking that the God of our Lord Jesus Christ, the glorious Father, may give you the spirit of wisdom and revelation so that you may know Him better. I pray also that the eyes of your heart may be enlightened in order that you may know the hope to which He has called you, the riches of His glorious inheritance in the saints and his incomparable great power for us who believe. 
That power is like the working of his mighty strength, which he exerted in Christ when God raised him from the dead and seated him at his own right hand in the heavenly realms. Far above all rule, authority, power, and dominion, and every title that can be given, not only in this present age, but also in the one to come. And in chapter 2, verse 6, And God raised us up with Christ and seated us with him in heavenly places in Christ Jesus. Be blessed and see you soon.